when you walk over there. Boom. All right. A triple Ric Flair for a cash out Monday. How you doing, folks? Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Monday, October 24th. Hope you have yourself a good start to your cash out Monday. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by your friends right here at hockeypicks.com. Sign up today and follow the top hockey pickers each and every day right here at hockeypicks.com. Don't forget, you can also use the Parley Calculator by going to ParleyCalculator.com. And once you're done there, go to BBallPicks.com and follow the top basketball pickers to start the season right here at BBallPicks.com. And let's take a look at our leader at the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest. And there is Colby Ryan W. hanging on by a pretty good margin right there. 67 units, followed by one of our past champions, Still City Madman who uh, had a pretty good weekend, I believe, because he's up uh, 56.40 units. And there's Chance B sitting in third place. And those are your top scorers right now at the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest, season number 11. And only one winner went 7-0 this week, and it was Mark Brian Jacob right there. You can see he went 7-0, and he picked up a free one-year membership today at ATSStats.com. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are located on the World Wide Web. My name is Ron Raymond. I'm a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It's a beautiful, sunny 11 uh, degrees here in the nation's capital. Hopefully, it's nice and sunny where you're at. Hopefully, it's uh, raining W's, and hopefully, you had a good weekend. I had a great weekend, did a lot of yard work, did some uh, some work around the house and uh, watched some sports and uh, walked rusty as usual. And uh, yeah, so had a pretty good weekend. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend and I got a, uh, a nice treat for you. It's amazing uh, whenever you get to October and I was talking to, this, uh, to some buddies this way, I said, man, there's so much to, uh, to bet. There's a plethora, hey, there's a big word for a Monday morning, eh? Holy crap. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Yeah. A plethora of things to bet on on the weekend. Think about it. You know, and we're not even getting into the, the, the tennis or anything like that or horse racing. You got Major League Baseball. You got the NBA. You got, I think, college basketball is uh, almost underway. I don't know if you can bet on college basketball yet. Been, been so swamped with the other sports. You got um, NHL hockey, college football, CFL, NFL. There's just so much to uh, bet on. And, you know, as you know, this is my 26th season handicapping. And every October, the first or second weekend of October, actually we're going into week number three. But as soon as the NBA starts and the NHL starts, I get a lot of emails. People asking me, look, how do we make money in sports betting? You know what I mean? There's so much to bet on. And I spent the morning and I was thinking about this all weekend. I said, you know what? But couch up Monday. I got to talk about uh, keeping things in perspective. And I did a, a nice article. You can see it right now at uh, atsstats.com. It's a money management article, and I'm going to talk about it right here. And I've broken down the the, the title of this uh, article is, Are You a Weekend Warrior or a Sports Betting Investor? Which one are you? And you're going to love the uh, the numbers I'm going to crunch for you. I'm going to keep things in perspective, right? And I think you're going to love this segment. And again, money management, right? A lot of people, we don't talk about money management because we're so caught up into the sports. We're so caught up into the weekend of watching our teams, watching our bets that, uh, oh yeah, what does Mike 
Tyson say everybody has a plan to get punched in the mouth? Well, we'll uh, we'll see if we can help you uh, put things in perspective. The last thing I want to do is I'm not one of those guys to tell you, okay, this is what you need to do. The, you know, hey, you can bring your horse to water, you can't force it to drink type thing, right? Uh, my job today is to supply a lot of water, right? Supply a lot of water, and hopefully you guys, uh, hey, if you drink it, that's awesome, and uh, hopefully we can make you some money going into And you know what? there's some point too where it has to be fun you know as much as you want to make money it has to be fun when you're doing this right i I say it all the time in football coaching right if you don't have fun coaching why do you do it right why do you do things if you don't like you know things you know things in life you don't like do it why do you do it you always have a choice all right, we got the uh, the bullpen uh, rumbling, stumbling, tumbling into the bullpen. Morning bullpen F. Congratulations to the many winners we had this past week. I'll absent from the live show, but I'll catch the replay, and we'll catch you on a uh, Ruby Tuesday there. F. Mitchell Watson's in the house. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, YouTube bullpen. Don't forget to check out the Discord. Yeah, don't forget to check out our Discord. We do have Discord. I forgot about it this weekend. Isaiah Moore's in the house. Good morning, Isaiah. The Nature Boy is in the house. <laughs> Yeah, we missed you uh, this weekend. We crushed the books. And uh, what's up, Ray? Says Derek Pear. Hey, Derek, haven't seen you in a while. Plays and parlays in the house. And uh, looking forward to another great NBA stat season, says Derek. Happy cash out Monday, Mark Nations. Great questions to ask. And uh, good morning, good morning. Any silver bullets loading up there, Coach? Uh, yeah, silver bullets. We had some this weekend, right? Um, not Hockey wasn't a great weekend, but NBA, uh, you know, college football. We had a nice one yesterday in Cincinnati. But uh, we do have a great show, and I can't wait to get to the uh, the Weekend Warriors segment. All right, uh, what do we got on deck here, as we always do? Uh, we always talk about uh, sports betting 101, and let's go to the golden rules of sports betting. And again, guys, this you know I, we do this each and every Monday, and and, and this is where it's a, it's Awareness Monday, Perspective Monday, Cash Out Monday, whatever Monday. Hey, day ends in Y. The sun came up, and uh, let's uh, let's talk about fundamentals, right? EDD everyday drills. But before we get to that, I'm going to ask you guys one question, like I do each and every day, every Monday. When was the last time you cashed out of your sports book? Was it this week, last week, a month ago, a year ago, five years ago? Honest, honest questions here, hey? Hard-hitting questions here on a Monday morning. When was the last time you guys actually cashed out of your sports book? Let me hear it in the bullpen. Let me hear it on a cash out Monday. And again, I'm not trying to bring you guys down. And and if you lost your shirt this weekend, there's two ways of looking at today's show. It could be a, a show that you, it reminds you you probably have a bad weekend, or it's the first day of, of waking and saying, you know what? Time to hit the old Staples reset button, eh? That wasn't easy, but it will be easy, hopefully, going forward. And uh, hopefully, I'm going to bring you guys some perspective. Uh, you're going to really enjoy this segment. All right, before we get to that segment, let's talk about value percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, and we use a discipline. That's a key word right there, a disciplined money management system. And uh, always remember those five EDDs, value percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, and a money management system. You want to check that out. Today on the show, you're going to hear me talk about A, B, and C-type teams in the RAM report. A-type teams are teams above 60%. B-type teams, 50 to 59.9. And the C-type teams, well, you know the rules about that. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't bet on C-type teams because uh, very hard to make money with teams with losing record. And uh, yeah, well, if a team has a losing record, 
say they, they've won 40% of their games, that's exactly the percentage play that you have of winning that bet, right? You have a 40% uh, chance of winning. Now, speaking of uh, rule number three in the Merriam Report, the performance cycles, let's take a look at the uh, some of the cycles that I keep an eye out. And this is from the, the market psychology point of view, right? You got to look at sports through the lens of uh, team cycles, streaks. And anytime in uh, NFL, college football, CFL, a team's 3-0 or better, they're bullish. Anytime a team is 1-2 or 2-1, they're neutral. And anytime a team is 0-3 and and, uh, or, or worse, they are bearish, right? And you don't like betting on bearish teams. All right, the top 10 commandments of sports betting. Let's get to the some of the golden rules of sports betting. Thou shall not bet big money on uh, C-type teams in the Ram Report. Nope, you don't. No, you don't them. do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why, Why not? Against, against the, the rules. rules never lay points take the points or bet the money line and uh, if you uh, took the points this weekend on some of the games i know we lost that laker game but uh you know phoenix was a nice win yesterday create your number or uh, when you're doing your sports betting always remember it's your number against the bookmaker's number follow that disciplined money management system man that uh, that word is coming up a lot today money management hey eh? it's just it, it, again we get so caught up into the weekend all the sports that we forget like man oh yeah by the way we got to make money doing this right uh never force a pick because you need action on the game no you don't do that no you don't do that you don't do that oh no never never why not against the rules Never chase losing bets on a bad day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. NHL home favorites coming off a one-goal loss, hitting 60% since 2011. Haven't had the time to check this morning, but I will check that later on. Never bet against A-type teams who are bullish at home. The 24-hour rule of betting. Take a day off after a big win. Enjoy the wins. You know why? You just never know when you're going to get that next big win. That's why we created the 24-hour rule. And never bet on a team who's in a bearish cycle. That's one of my golden rules because uh, let them work out their kinks and when a team is bearish like Tampa Bay yeah you uh, you let them work it out right no you don't do that nope you don't do that all right uh, each and every day we talk about money management there's that word again on a uh, cash out Monday hopefully you guys cashed out this Monday and uh, hopefully you guys are uh, taking a little bit of profits right you got to do a little bit of profit taking especially in, in a tough tough uh, economic cycle that we're going through right now and uh, hopefully you guys are uh, are surviving this right uh, looking at the away and home teams, this is the way I always recommend you bet units on teams. And again, I'm going to show you guys how to use the uh, the money management system we have here to really gauge the cycles, right? Uh, a, B, and C type teams in the rain report. Anytime an A type team is bullish, I only recommend one unit on the road. And you know why? And the reason why is because if an A type team is bullish on the road, that tells me that they're on a good streak. You know, if I they say NHL, NBA, or Major League Baseball, that means they're five and two, six and one, seven and zero. Oh. What goes up must come down. So I can't control when that cycle is going to continue in the bullish cycle. But the only thing I can really control is how much units I put on that wager, right? And then the same thing with uh, A-type teams, bullish at home, two-unit recommendation. And if you want to follow the chart, you can here each and every day right here at atsstats.com. All right, uh, let me see here. Who else is in the house here? I see uh, cashed out Monday. Went 19-5 and five this past weekend. Wow, that is, uh, that's phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, as uh, hey, as uh, our good friend um, uh, uh, Will Farrell would say. You got the gift. Always remember, if you ain't first, you're 
last. Yeah, if you're not first, you're last, right? Yeah. Nope. There we go. But uh, yeah, congratulations, Mark. That's a that's a pretty good weekend right there. And uh, let me see here, Isaiah, a nice hand of applause. The Nature Boy can't uh, remember having a weekend like this. I just had might take the rest of the month off. That's the Nature Boy. Wow, Nature Boy really. Uh, Holy cow! Yeah, Nature Boy. Hey, Nature Boy, sitting on his computer like this. Because he's sitting on that big wallet, that George Costanza wallet that's uh, making him lean to the, the right side, eh? Because it's either full of numbers or full of cash. So let's see. Uh, right now I'm chilling too. Best thing you can do with big wins. Kawhi barely played too. What a sweet win. Yeah, we had uh, had Phoenix yesterday. I really handicapped that game last night. And it boiled down to this. Um, you know, Chris Paul. Uh, uh, to me, Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns on the road. You know, Clippers missing Kawhi for the last couple of years uh, or last year. Um, you know, there's, I know I know Clippers are getting a lot of love. Ricky Bobby says the nature boy. But, uh, yeah, I just going into last night's game, I just like the – you give me Phoenix Suns plus money – Hello, I'll take it. All right, Ron in chat says Eric Jones. Good morning, Eric. Seven and none this week. Seven and one this weekend. Thanks to the damn Lakers. Yeah, Lakers were tough, eh? Lakers were a tough one. Man, you guys are uh, you guys are gonna make Cash Out Monday a lot of fun here for us today, eh? That's awesome. You guys look like you had a good weekend, so I like to I like seeing that, eh? Oh, I like I like this party, eh, Mike? Hey, baby, we gonna be here all day. We gonna be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. <laughs> Yeah, I like this kind of party when everybody comes to the Cash Out Monday and we make out Cash Out Monday. All right, every day we uh, go feed the ponies. Oh my God! Look, look at the look at the five horse right there. Look at the name of the five horse. This is gonna be a good day. Yeah, they're off and running today at Parks Racing. And, man, uh, there, there, there's a sign in the air here today. There's an omen, eh? Well, anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Today at Parks Racing is a $12,500 claiming race, twelve fifty-five post time, five and a half furlongs on the dirt, and look at the five horse. Pearls and heels. I don't make this stuff up, eh? The, the, we got to really bet this horse today. When you, when we start the show and we show the pearls each and every day, we talk about pearls, right? Pearls are our winning gems, winning picks. And when I see a horse called Pearls and Heels, we got to go bet that one with Pennington in the saddle, the number five horse, uh, five to one morning line. So yeah, I'm going to be betting Pearls and Heels today at Parks Racing. The number two horse, Yellow Dress, Silvera in the saddle, Cajun Cousin. Hey, there's a F, eh? Yeah, F, uh, there's F. You should bet this uh, horse if you're from uh, Louisiana, New Orleans. Cajun cousin right there. And uh, Vanishing Faith, the number uh, four horse, is our Joker's Wild selection. Man, this is a crazy day. Pearls and Heels, Cajun Cousins, 527 in race number one today at Parks Racing. And don't forget, if you like our Joker selection, our value play of the day, the number four horse, Vanishing Faith, with Adorno in the saddle. Take it and ride. All right, I'm going to play the uh, number five horse. How can I not, right? Pearls and Heels at 5 to 1 morning line. And what you want to do is put 10 to win. 10 to place on the number five horse, Pearls and Hills. And uh, hopefully if he comes in first, you get paid twice. He comes in second, you get paid once, which is also nice. And you can bet all the ponies today using the tip sheet right here at ATSStats.com. All right, let's get to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble, hey? To be the man, 
You gotta beat me, man. man. All right, let's uh, let's get to this one. Let's get to the uh, the article of the day. Now, I spent the uh, the morning writing this, and and you know, uh, you know, what, what does Ross say all the times? Figures don't lie, and li- liars don't figure. Um, let's get to the money management system of the day, and uh, I'm gonna start this money management article with a nice uh, Mike Singletary soundbite. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. Boom. Hey, let's go hit people in the mouth using the money management system right here at the uh, Rain Report. All right, sit down, grab a coffee because this is going to be a lot of fun. Or as uh, they say, hold the rope, get on the bus, and enjoy the ride. All right, weekend warrior or sports better? Which one are you? Now, breaking down the, uh, the uh, it's amazing. October is like this every year. People, it's just, you're overwhelmed with all the amount of sports of going on, right? The enthusiasm of watching sports can sometimes distract bettors to attaining their financial goals, betting on sports. Now, I'm not going to read the whole article, but I wanted to show you guys that one line right there. The enthusiasm of watching sports can sometimes distract bettors to, obta- to attaining their financial goals, betting on sports, right? Because when you look at what's happening in October, you got all these sports going. You got the, the World Series going to happen right now. You had the playoffs. You got NHL just started. NBA just started. 150 college football games. 16 NFL football games. It's just a plethora of things that's happening right now in the uh, in, in sports world, right? So when you are approaching a weekend, and this is why I call it the weekend warrior syndrome, right? Is because let's... Let's look at some of the the numbers that I broke down here this weekend. So according to the figures, and let's say a typical, when I call it the weekend warrior, um, you know, how many bets? And then again, remember I talk about all the time, you need to have two accounts. You have to have two mindset, right? You have to have a weekend warrior account, your beer and pizza money, and you also have to have your sports betting investment. Now, the difference between the two, I know uh, time and space, it reminds me of a formula, right? Time and space, but it's, it's about time. And if you're a typical weekend warrior, let's go from a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in October, and let's see how many bets do you think a weekend warrior puts in, right? And I'm being very, very conservative. I think I'm being kind of average. But let me see if you guys agree with me. On a Friday night in October, let's say when NHL, NBA starting, and I know there's a lot of NBA games on a Friday night, you you maybe place two NHL bets, two NBA bets, one college football because there's always, uh, say, the the Sun Belt playing, and then one Major League Baseball bet, right? Is that pretty fair to, to say? Six bets on a Friday night. A weekend warrior might have six, four to six, right? On a Saturday... Two NHL, like say if there's 15 NHL games, I could have put four right there. I just put two. I'm being conservative. Two NBA bets, three college football bets on a Saturday. Very, very conservative. Right or wrong, right? And on a Sunday, you got two NHL bets, two NBA bets, three NFL bets. So in one weekend of sports, am I am I really out to left field by saying that the, the average sports better, the weekend warrior, can put in 20 bets into a weekend, right? Friday to Monday, he can put in or she put in 20 bets on a weekend, right? And let's say, let's use that figure. So we're going to use the beer and pizza money analogy right here. And uh, pearls and silver bullets, baby, says Uzmazu. Fair, says tongue-tied. All right, good. We're on the same path here. All right, so let's say out of 20 bets, okay, 
that you, you go and you hit 40%. Let's go to column number one right here. You guys can see this column number one. And let's say we go eight and 12, all right? We, and we're $5 better, okay? Now I've got three levels of betting, right? Uh, <laughs> reminds me of that, uh, anyway, I don't wanna get serious. I don't wanna get into joke mode here. All right, you got uh, a $5 bets per uh, per game. Let's say you're you're betting $5 per, uh, per game, right? So out of 20 bets on the weekend, you, you won $40, but you're down 55. So on the weekend, you're down $15. Eh, you know what? 15 bucks. Not too bad, eh? But <laughs> that's only three days. You're down $15, hitting 40% in, in a weekend. Now, a $5 uh, better, uh, hitting 50%, believe it or not, you're down five bucks. If you bet $5 using the 10-11 rule, right? Using 10-11, lay 11 to win 10. Um, you're down five bucks, hitting 50%. You, uh, you bet uh, $5, and $5, let's say you put in $100 into your bank account, that's 5%. Remember me and Ross talked about the, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the percentage of your bankroll that you should be betting? I'm using the 5% bankroll, right? So let's say on a uh, 55 uh, win percentage on a $5 bet in the weekend, you put 20 bets, um, you're up $5.50, right? Hey, you know what? You're, you're in the green. That's, <laughs> I'd rather be in the green than the red, right? And let's say a $5 bet right here, 60%. Uh, you hit 60%, you're up $16. Not bad. Hey, good weekend. I can, uh, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. All right. But the thing is, that's just one weekend, right? Hitting 60%, and what you want to do is take this uh, 40, let's say if you're, you know, 40% or 50%, and that's one weekend, and let's say you do it times uh, three or four weekends, that's not too good, right? You're down in, in the long run, you're going to be down some money. Now, if you're a $25 better, and on one weekend, a $25 better on one weekend is down $75, hitting 40 percent a 25 dollar better using the uh, the 20 game weekend right the the beer and pizza money weekend is uh, he's down 25 dollars hitting 50 percent hitting 55 percent he's up 27 dollars and 50 cents imagine that you make 20 bets and you go 55 percent and you're only up 27 dollars 27 dollars and 50 cents and if you hit 60 percent you're up 80 bucks that's one weekend and again if you go 60 percent for four weekends do the math um that's what 320 so you're not too bad right Okay, let's uh, let's move along here, and uh, let's get to the more pearls, eh? Pearls and heels. Don't forget to bet that one today. All right, fifty dollar better. Now let's now we're getting a little bit more um, into the uh, the serious, eh? Now th this is like the plain pizza. Hey, this is plain pizza. This is pepperoni. This is meat lover right here, right? We're in the meat lovers section right now. All right, we got a $50 betters right here. Pizza and beer money better one weekend, 20 bets. And if you uh, hit 40%, you're down $150 on the weekend, making 20 bets, right? Making 20 bets on the weekend and you had 20 bets, you hit 40%, you're down $150 using the 1110 uh, rule. Now, if you uh, look at the $50 better on hitting 50%, he's down 50 bucks or she is down 50 bucks, right? The down 50 bucks. And if you hit 55%, look at the difference. And here's where the, when I was doing the analysis of these numbers this weekend, I'm saying, you look, look at the difference in 20 bets on a 50% better to a 55% better. You know what the difference is? One pick. You go from 10 to 11 right here and you're up $55. And it's one bet, right? When you think about it, it's really one bet. Um, so, hey, it's, it's just amazing when you crunch the numbers how the, these things come into perspective, right? And a $50 better hitting 60% on one weekend, which I see a lot of you guys have done here this weekend. You're up 160 bucks in one weekend hitting 60%. Now, the bad news is that's only one weekend. 
that is only one weekend. So if you hit 50% on a $25, uh, you're, you know, which is not bad, you're only down uh, 25%. So this is why when I do these shows all the time, and I ask you guys every time I do this show, what's more important, eh, the price or the win percentage? That's, to me, that's the, as Stone Cold would say. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, Stone Cold, to me, it's the percentage play. And I'll show you why. And, and you know, time time and space right time and time and space and value you need value real if you look at the rain report what do i talk about all the time value percentage play and performance cycles right and the cycles and the thing is in sports betting nobody says the window of opportunity is to make money is in one weekend it could be two weekends three weekends whatever you determine is a good amount of time to make money that is when you invest in the markets, right? This is why you got to follow cycles. You got to follow cycles. Now, this is the beer and pizza money uh, the charts, right? So you look at the uh, you know the plain, the, the pepperoni, and the meat lovers. So if you're a uh, you're, you're beer and pizza money and you're a fifty dollar beer and pizza money, um, you you got to hit fifty five percent to make just. $55. Imagine that. You made 20 bets in one weekend. You bet 50 uh, picks per game and uh, you're up $55. That's a lot of sweating for 55 bucks, right? Now, here's the um, my mindset, right? The sports investor. And if you're using, so what I did is I went to uh, the Ram Report. And I took out my premium picks for the last uh, 20 picks, right? Because I'm keeping them the weekend uh, theory. So let me go to my uh, Ron Raymond's picks and uh, you know, maybe this is probably you know good timing for me because I, I've been pretty I've been pretty good the last uh, month making my picks right. So I'm just gonna go here and using the 11-10 rule in the last 10 picks. And here's the thing: a premium pick or a sports investors pick it, it doesn't have to be every day. If you look at the the um, the time length between each pick, you now here's three days, here's two days, here's one day. Here's uh, you know uh, you know two days right here. So um, it just it varies on when you think the the time is right to pull the trigger on a silver bullet, right? In my last twenty picks in the premium picks, I'm hitting seventy five percent. Now I'm not gonna hit seventy five percent forever, but it just goes to show you if you're patient and and you really wait for the right cycle, the right team, and and the price is right. Um, in in ten picks in eight days, I made ten picks in eight days where some guys are or, or girls are making three picks in a weekend, right? You got to really separate apples and oranges and realize if you don't have this type of mindset, imagine betting a hundred dollars. Imagine betting a hundred, a thousand dollars, and in these type of beer and pizza money picks, right? This is why when you're betting on sports, you cannot have the same mindset, the same value of uh, putting the the, the 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 units. Every you can't have every unit the same. This is why in the in the rain report, and again, I'm using my rain report because to me that's my blueprint. And when I showed you guys this chart here at the beginning. And if I go back to this chart, and in the um, in the RAM report, I'm always talking about the uh, the amount of units, right? If you look at um, some of my tip sheets, or even the at the bottom, so you see the two units, five units. And if you go to the daily VPP, so if you go to tools, daily VPP, and let's say we go uh, NBA, let's uh, do NBA, and you click on game matchup. Do you see where it says bet unit? I'll always recommend how many units you should wager using the 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 the, the system, the tip sheet. So this way, it, you have access to it. Now, looking at the um, the last 18 days, so I'm going back to October 7th. 
Um, I'm 15 and five in my premium picks. I risk 5,200 to win 2260, right? Not bad. It's not, not, not a bad day's work. And, and this is why you really need to focus on beer pizza money and sports investment. But the, the thing that, I, that I, I, I really summed it up in conclusion, and I wrote this down here, bottom line, determine whether you're a weekend warrior with a bankroll you can afford to lose or a sports investor with patience. And that's one thing that a lot of sports bettors don't have is patience. What does is, what is, uh, Warren Buffett say all the time? The most successful stock investors are the most patient ones, right? So anyways, hopefully you guys got something out of that. And again, when you're betting on sports and you're having a tough weekend, like I got so many emails this weekend saying, I need help. I, I can't, you know, I'm not, and it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, I'm, I'm not, to, I'm not Warren Buffett. I'm not going to be sitting here saying, Hey, you know, this is what works for me. And when you have, uh, and I showed if you think about this, right. In one weekend, I, I use $5. Because, you know, at the end of the day, when I when look at, you know, and we did the survey last week, right, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said, what's the average gambler, what the average sports better, how much money do you think they're putting in their account? And, and the, the, you know, the, the answer was $100. The average sports recreational better puts $100 into their bank account. Now, of that $100, if you use the 5% bankroll rule, you got 20 shots to make some money, right? You got 20 opportunities to make money, and that's basically one weekend, right? So that's why you got to determine if you're a beer, uh, you know, and you don't need beer and piece of money or in sports investor, you got to pick your spots. You got to have a plan. You got to have a bankroll dedication to it. And just remember, the higher your units, the less opportunity that you're giving yourself. Well, you the less or more opportunity you can to make money, right? But at the end of the day, this is also important right here, the win percentage. You got to win. Hey, just win, baby. Hey, you just got to win. All right. Uh, we also got, uh... all right, uh, let me see here. Good analysis. Uh, don't uh, feel pressure to bet every sport. Check the market status per sport and narrow down the best options. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. Looking at the way makes you think it's a whole lot risk for a small return. Yeah, and you know what, Mark Nation, that's that's a great line right there. So Mark says, looking at it that way makes you think that's a lot of risk for a small return. What do I say since day one I've been on this show? Less is more right less is more and if you guys follow the rain report and you follow this less is more um strategy and this is what it is we are talking strategy what's your strategy entering into a a, a, a sports betting week right i told you uh, when i open up this show it could be the worst week of your life or it's going to be probably the first day of great uh, of, of of seeing the light bulb and thinking hitting the reset button on how you approach and and the one thing in sports betting if you're sports betting and you're winning don't change a darn thing. Don't change a thing. Keep doing what you're doing. If you're losing and you're miserable and you hate and everybody tells you you're miserable, no one wants to be around you, and it's because the sports betting is affecting everything you do, then, then yeah, you really got to take things in perspective and hit the reset button and just realize if you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Eh? One of the, the, as a football coach, you know, it's, it's always about getting better, right? It's always, you know, the, the, the most, we always say in, in sports, the, the most important play in sports is the next play, right? The most important game in, in, in sports or in football or in hockey or in NBA is the next game. And that's the mentality you got to have in, in sports betting. The most important pick you have is your next pick and make sure going into your next pick that there's value. You're looking at the percentage play, 
performance cycles, player availability, and a uh, disciplined money management system. And again, doing this show, one of the things I love about doing this show is, is educating because after 26 years, there's a lot of um, a lot of ups and downs, right? And the one thing about um, if you want to be you know good, you know you want to be great, and you don't uh, really handle being good that well, like I do. I don't like being good. I like being great, and I like winning. That's one of my biggest down. Well, I don't know if it's a downfall or a quality, but I just winning is so addictive. And once you win, and it's just it, it could be anything. It could be checkers, tillywinks, uh, you know, running to the, the park. Um, it's just the, the competitive nature of wanting to win is so. Why do you think so many coaches come back? Right? Look at Urban Meyer. You know, yeah, retired. No, unretired. Retired. Unretired. You know what? He's addicted to winning. Hey, Robert Palmer addicted to love, but uh, addicted to winning. And that's what sports betting is really all about. All right. Uh, let me know what you think about this segment. What do you think about the the charts? And again, have two mindsets. And, and I'm just going to leave you with this. And if you're a weekend warrior, a sports investor, and, and really, when you attack your strategy, understand how many bets you're putting in. Less is more. I say it all the time. And, and, and looking at the weekend warrior betting strategy right here, this is pretty b- basic when you look at, and I, I'm not even talking about props here, hey, or live in-game betting. So you can see how out of hand this can get if you don't reel it in, right? Um, hey, buddy, th- this is what I do. This is what I do. And uh, hopefully, um, if anything, I made you guys think. I made you guys, um, you know, maybe scale down a bit, maybe put things in perspective. But if I was able to help you guys, please hit that like button and subscribe to this channel. Uh, and, uh, Hopefully, we can get you to another Cash Out Monday. All right, that's the uh, the money management tip 101 of the day. And uh, I know I elaborated a lot on it, but it's, it's just, you know, the, the, the one thing we do in this industry we don't do a lot of is talk about strategy and money management because we're so caught up in personnel in in in, in strategy of the of the uh, you know uh, the teams offense and defense uh, scoring but we, we we really lose perspective it's about winning hey i want winners as uh, mike do. i want winners yeah and hopefully we give you winners all right uh, let me see here love this analysis really shows that it's worth to pick your spots uh, looking at it this way makes you think yeah uh, i love the meat lovers but i'm not buying 20 boxes of pizza <laughs> You like that one? Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Hey, yeah, stick around. I got the weirdest analogies you'll ever see. Uh, winning percentage all day. We like winners. Yeah, I like winners too. I want winners. Yeah, can we have some fun? I demand that we have fun. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Yeah, all right. So that was a um, that was fun. You know what? I when I, when I do these um, the, the research and the thing when you're um, when you're doing these type of shows, to me, the quality of your show goes into the research of your show. That makes sense. It, whatever you put into the research of your show, and you can show something that there's some logic and some reasoning behind it. I think that makes the quality of a show. But again, in in this industry, it's I say it all the time, right? It's like the fast food or the the, the, the restaurant. Does people want to, do you want to get your picks at a fast food window or do you want to sit down in a nice Italian restaurant and wait 40 uh, minutes for your, uh, uh, your your chicken parmesan or whatever you're waiting for and just enjoy a nice meal with good company, sit down, take your time, or you're impatient, you know, get that pick in, get that, uh, you know, get that, uh, that Big Mac and then boom, you're out of here, right? No, it's, uh, I think it's really important that uh, the research uh, goes into the, uh, the the quality of the shows, right? All right, uh, let's get on with the show and let's talk about uh, what's up next. What do we got? 
we have uh, SBI. Yeah, let's take a look at the SBI, the sports betting index, and let's take a look at the uh, what's come in the markets uh, this weekend in NFL, college football, NBA, and NHL. See what I mean? Like, it just goes on and on. Hey, it's just crazy. Oh, man. Hey. Show me the money! Yeah, that's all. Bottom line, show you the money. All right, let's take a look at the uh, the association this weekend, and let's see what's... Um, all right, so one thing I like to do when I look at the SBI, the Sports Betting Index, is I like to take a look at what the favorites are doing compared to the point spread, right? What do I always say about the, uh, the you know, uh, favorites? When you're betting favorites, it's not a single bet. It's a two-team parlay. You know why? Because one, you got to win the game straight up. Two, you got to cover the spread. That's why in one of my rules, I never lay points. I try not to. Anyways, if you if you ever see a pick, it's, it's, it's because I did a mistake. Or there's a low, low uh, chalk line, right? Minus one. But uh, look at that. 67% of the favorites are cashing in the NBA, but only covering 52.5%. And if you're betting the dogs in the NBA right now, 475 and uh, yeah, so yesterday underdogs twenty nine percent. Look at that, five and two. Uh, so, excuse me, twenty nine percent for the favorites. And if you do the math, that's what eighty one percent for the underdogs. Ten and sixty, ten and six the last two days for the underdogs in the NBA. Let's take a look at the National Hockey League. All right, let's see. If we're still in the seventies. Oh, there we go. Remember, I told you guys. I said just stick around a while. We're gonna get to that fifty nine sixty mark. And look at that favorites. Right now in the NHL, 64.6% of the favorites are... This was 74% last week. In one week, favorites went down 10%. This is why um, it, whatever goes up, it comes down, you know, like the stock market. And what do I say? You can only control. You can only control the amount of units you put on those picks, right? And this is why you got to scale back sometimes and, and wait till you get to the, uh, the medium, right? The average medium of where normal neutral markets are right now but we're still a little bit uh well actually the last three days were bearish look at that in favorites in the nhl 63.7 percent wow as norm peterson would say it's a doggy dog world sammy and i'm wearing milk bone underwear yeah, milk bone underwear is for hockey betters right now because over the weekend 63.7 percent of the underdogs won in the nhl this weekend that's why um that's why i didn't have a really great weekend with my nhl pucks in fact well actually yesterday i had detroit i went one and one yesterday i had detroit and i lost with uh, philly uh looking back i wish i would you know anyways spilt milk um let me see college football let's take a look at college football over the weekend and let's see how the favorites done actually on the year look at that favorites this year in college football 74.5 percent and only covering 46.3 wow hey that's a double wow hey holy cow holy cow let that sink in for a second favorites in college football this season winning 74.5 of the game straight up but only covering 46.3% 46.3% of the games. Let's do some quick math right here. Let me get my calculator out and uh, let me do 74.5. And let me do, uh, what did I say here? Minus uh, 46.3. Minus 46.3. Survey says that's a 28.2% uh, difference right there when you look at the college football favorites. And this weekend, college football, uh, let me see here on Saturday. Favorites won 66%, but only covered 43%. Hey, it, less is more. Uh, I can't emphasize, especially in and somebody said this into the um, in the chat box. Only bet on sports you're really good at and you really understand, right? What does Warren Buffett say all the time about stock uh, picking? Only you know, only um, invest in stocks that you're, you're or in industry 
only invest in an industry you're familiar with you know something about when you just you know uh blindly invest in something thinking oh they'll just you know i like the i think what people do is they love the the outcome potential outcome of the uh, the price but again you got to invest in something you got to be a realist right you have to be a realist in life and uh wow look at that 74.5 percent all right uh, let me see here let's go to nfl let's see how the nfl has done uh, this uh, week after a couple of uh, one game left on Monday night. Uh, let me see. 61.5% of the favorites won and only covered 46.2. This has been a tough year for me personally in the NFL. And this is why I scale back. Anytime I'm having a rough season in the NFL, I'll scale back my, my picks, right? I only had two picks this week. I had Cincinnati and I had San Fran. That was the only two picks I had this weekend. One in one. I'll take 50%. I'll take 50% any day of the week because I got NHL. I got NBA college football uh, but even though you got to know your strengths and weaknesses and just understand that if you're investing in sports and don't be the weekend warrior with 20 bets in one weekend and you're hitting 40 percent right depending on the amounts of units you're putting in and again i feel like i'm verbally spanking you guys but i'm not it's my it's not my intention my intention is to bring awareness and keep things in perspective right that is my number one goal doing this show and number no no actually my number one goal is this can we have fun yeah. You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. I always have fun doing the show. And number two, keep things in perspective and hopefully uh, lead you to the water, right? The horse to water, like I said at the top of the show. Got to get that. Uh, hey, let's go get that aqua. All right. Uh, Chris McIntosh smashed a few underdogs in the NHL this week. And good job, Chris. Yep, yep. Reversals. Flyers in Minnesota killed me this weekend, says uh, Who's Mizzou. Give it to me, says the jukebox. Notebook. Okay, I got my notebook, coach. Yeah. NHL dogs been barking. Yeah. Hey. NHL dogs is barking, is smiling like a butcher's dog. Eh? One of my, one of my favorite lines when I do, um, when I when I do community television, uh, two of my favorite lines. Eh? He's tough like a two dollar steak. Or that coach is smiling like a butcher's dog. Much appreciated. High quality segment says uh, tongue tied. Appreciate you. Chris Sarbo says uh, thanks, Mr. Art. Much appreciated. Hey, you know what? Uh, I love doing this. And the, the, the thing is, I love, I love the fact you guys appreciate this, right? It's just sometimes in life, and what, you know, here, I don't want to get off on a tantrum here on a, on a cash out Monday. But if you know volunteers out there who volunteer their times, either at, you know, the Knights Columbus, the Legion, um, you know, at the, at the hospital, coaching football, thank those people. Thank those people because volunteerism is dying. And if, if we don't have volunteer, um, then we, we, do, we don't have a lot of uh, uh, opportunities for, to give kids, right? So always remember, when you, when you see volunteers, thank them because it's some of these jobs are thankless jobs. And when, when people volunteer, they're giving their time. Remember that, right? Always giving their time. And if you're volunteer, make sure you have fun. Because I always say, if you don't have fun, why do it? All right, uh, let's get on with the uh, next segment. And uh, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. All right, let's take a look at the uh, the Bears taking on the New England Patriots here tonight. And uh, all right, so just uh, trying to read. I haven't seen our good friend uh, Gloria K yet. Put that coffee down. Da- where is Gloria K? Hey, must have been a heck of a birthday weekend. She hasn't showed up on a Monday. Hey, hey, Gloria, you had a good uh, weekend there. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. All right, let's talk about the Bears and the Patriots going in tonight. You know what? Uh, the hoodie's got a big decision to make here, right? You're um, you're winning with Zappy Hour, and all of a sudden Mac Jones is ready to go. Um, you know the the um, the one thing in pref- uh, professional sports you, you don't lose your uh, you don't lose your um, your job to an injury, right? That's what they say 
but the, the, it's a very delicate balance when you're winning because now the um, you know Zappi's winning. And remember back in like 20 years ago when um, was it Drew Bledsoe wasn't too well and there was that young guy from Michigan named Tom Brady and, and that's all she wrote right. Um, hey, well, was it Wally Pips? Hey, Wally Pips of the uh, <laughs> was it the Yankees or Mets? I can't remember. Everybody know the Wally Pips story? Hey, everybody uh, look, look up Google Wally Pips. Let's see if uh, Zach, hey, Mac Jones. Let's hope he doesn't turn into Wally Pips. All right, uh, minus eight is the line. Wow, minus eight. 39 half is the total. 25-14 is what we have here as a final. Chicago Bears, ooh. Struggling. One and four straight up and against the point spread last uh, five games where the Patriots, hey, man, they they, uh, they turned they turned it around a bit, right? But uh, four and one against the point spread, three and two. Strength of schedule, though. What's the strength of schedule? Um, yeah, look at that. Browns, Lions, Packers. How many teams with a winning record here? Uh, Dolphins, Steelers, no. Ravens, yeah. Packers, um, no. Lions, no. Browns, um, what's the Browns? I don't think so, right? So pretty cupcake schedule here for the Patriots where you look at Chicago, Commanders, Vikings, Giants. So Commanders... You know, commanders are tough. They just when you think of the commanders, you just get so frustrated at the quarterback position, right? But you know, a, a football team not just one position. Vikings, Vikings are you know okay team, right? They're still even though they got a winning record, they got to beat somebody though. Giants, the Giants just they they get away with murder. They just keep winning. They, they what did I say about the Giants? And we talked about this last week with Ross Benjamin. Every win they get is a one possession win. Texans. Hey, Packers and the 49ers, 49ers. That's secondary, number seven and number 31. Hey, they, they, they're probably going to be unemployed too if they don't start covering someone. That was an awful, awful secondary the Packers had yesterday, especially on third down. There was a lot of um, uh, 49ers, not Packers. The 49ers on third down yesterday allowed um, Mahomes to complete long, long passes. You know, very unlike that uh, 49ers defense, but you got to tip your hat off to uh, Patrick Mahomes, staying in the pocket, which, you know, I've been on him uh, really bad this year about that. He looked good yesterday. Got to give him his due, right? Hey, as a quarterback coach, I got to give him his due. He looked really good sitting there in the pocket and delivering strikes downfield. All right, uh, going in tonight, 79.7% chance of winning here on the Patriots, 19.4. You know the golden rules. I don't lay points, and uh, I don't like the... um, you know, my first choice is, you know, my is to see when I go to the perception versus reality game, the perception out there from the betting public will be under. And that's what I don't like is that when everybody's on one side, what's the golden rule? You go the other. And when in doubt, you get out. No play for me on this game here tonight. I think this is a game you just enjoy. Sit down, enjoy it, and uh, wait for the next uh, day, right? Don't be a weekend warrior. All right, uh, let me see here. Do the Bears have a Panthers in their blood? <laughs> yeah, says Timmy Two Shoes. Smashed a few unders. Yeah, we got that. All right, let's uh, get to. So I don't really like this game here tonight. I think New England wins, but uh, I don't. Uh, I'm not laying eight, and I'm not laying the money line. What minus three eighty? No, thank you. All right, let's get to the next. Uh, let's go to. Um, Let's go to let's go to uh, NBA. Let's take a look at the uh, National Basketball Association, and let's take we got a rematch tonight. I like the uh, what a game on was it Saturday Miami against Toronto. Oh, got a little uh, hey went to a basketball and the football game broke up. They're tackling people in the uh, at the uh, the end zones there. You see that in the Miami game? Hey, got a little bit uh, physical out there. All right, uh, let me see NBA, and uh, let me see what you guys are saying right now. And uh, let me see here. Yeah, was it? Yeah, was it? Uh, let me see. Yeah, Caleb Martin. Hey, eh? was it uh, Caleb Martin there with a the little uh, 
<laughs> put the shoulder into uh, the, the Raptor player there. Was it Oloko or something like that? All right, let's take a look at this one here. And uh, being Chase says Isaiah, I had a dream. I was being, uh, <laughs> I was being by chased by two bears last night. I was on an electric scooter. <laughs> yeah, those electric scooters, you see them everywhere now, eh? They zip right by you. They look a lot of fun. All right, Toronto plays Miami again tonight. Says tongue tied. All right, Sixers taking on the Pacers. Twelve points. What's going on with Philly, eh? What's going on with Philly? I think Harden should have kept that. Uh, see that where uh, that uh, that thing on face uh, Twitter there, or that meme where uh, Harden was on a boat and it was his birthday, and he took a cake and he threw it off the uh, the boat. And he should have kept the piece right there because zero and three to start the year, and for the Pacers coming off a one twenty four one fifteen victory over the uh, Pistons, I got a one nineteen one hundred nine victory tonight for Philly, uh, a ten point win. So we got him winning, not covering two twenty eight and a half is the total. Two twenty eight is the total. 228.4 is what we have this game lining on. Uh, the Kogos at 50%. Um, yeah, Philly. See bearish right now. Bearish cycle. Uh, I'm going to pass that game. Orlando taking on the New York Knicks. The Knicks 81.9% chance of winning compared to 16 for Orlando. Magic 0-3 in the year. New York 1-1. Two days rest. They're coming off a 130-106 victory against uh, Detroit. And we got a 111-101 win. Again, a lot hey, high number, 7.5. is the total, so we do like it going under. Toronto taking on the Miami Heat. This is an interesting one, right? You got uh, the Heat um, winning in the, on Saturday night, the 112 to 109. And that was a, a back to back game for both these teams, right? Because Toronto, I think they played the night before against, was it Brooklyn? And then they had to travel to Miami. Miami uh, faced Boston. And then now, um, you know, they both coming off one day's rest. I got a 111 107 win here for the Heat. And uh, I do like Miami again. 55.2%. If you're going to play this one, I would recommend the money line. Boston taking on the Chicago Bulls. Now the Celtics 3-0 to start the year against the 1-2 Bulls. A 68.7% chance of winning here on Boston. Minus 5 is the line. We got them winning by 3. So be careful. This is why I don't lay points. And uh, I'll wait to see what this line does during the day. Brooklyn taking on Memphis. Hey, the game of the night will be at the FedEx Forum tonight in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. You got uh, John Morant against uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you got a, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, star-studded uh, big names in this game here tonight. Should be a good one. Minus one and a half is the line here on the Grizzlies. Two twenty-nine and a half is the total, and we do like Brooklyn tonight, winning one fifteen to one fourteen. The over/under at two twenty-nine point one. So we do like it to go under the total. However, even though um, the the the, um, the score is tight, a thirty-nine point two percent chance of winning here, only for Memphis, Utah, three and to start the year. Hey, who needs Donovan Mitchell? And uh, look at that, or uh, was it uh, Mitchell? Was no, or was Mitchell in Utah? I think so. Hey, eh? Gobert and Mitchell, um, one fourteen to one one fourteen point six, one fourteen point five. So this one here, a very very tight affair tonight in Utah. And uh, we do have the Jazz just inching out the Rockets. Three-game win streak, 3 no start the year, 0-3. This reminds me of the, um, remember the uh, system Ross had last week? 0-3 in their last three against 3-0. But, uh, yeah, this is, um, this is a different situation. 54.3% chance of winning for Utah tonight compared to 45.6 for the Rockets. San Antonio against Minnesota. We got the T-Wolves winning 114-109, a 68.7% chance of winning. And the last game of the night, Portland, eh? Uh, coming off a big win yesterday. Lakers, man. I don't know. It's um, 
hey, the Lakers. That's all I got to say with a sigh right there. Um, it's just looking old. That's the, the, you know, I'm trying to find a word to, to describe the Lakers. Old. They just look old. They don't finish. They, you know, they, they had a big lead. And, and normally, you know, LeBron James, like five years ago, that they, they would have blew them right out of the water. And now they struggle just to, to be competitive near the end. I just did. I just, I don't know where the chemistry on that team. I just, I look at that team. And it's like a, it's like a YMCA team. <laughs> Lakers are like a YMCA team right now. It was playing pickup. 88.2% chance of winning on Denver tonight. And uh, you got uh, Portland uh, coming off that uh, big win yesterday against the Lakers. And we do have Denver winning 118 to 110. The over under at 229.06. So we do, I, I, you know what? I do like Denver. Maybe it's a nice little letdown spot here for the uh, the, the Trailblazers. And uh, Denver coming off a 122-117 win against uh, Denver. I want to believe in the Knicks. Yeah, New York. You know what? New York, when, when New York wins, any team wins in New York, uh, the, the building or the, the, the uh, stadium, the arena is always rocking, right? New York fans, they really get one. Hey, it's like anything else. When the team wins, everybody feeds off the energy, right? All right, that's your uh, NBA for today. And let's get to NHL, and then we'll wrap it up on a cash-out Monday. All right, I think the game of the night, uh, let me see here before I uh, go off and uh, call the game of the night. A couple of good games tonight, eh? Look at that. You got uh, Dallas taking on the uh, Ottawa Senators. Senators now on a three-game win streak, although all three games were at home. Hey, they hope they don't turn into a Jekyll and Hyde team. You know, win win at home and hide on the road. Hey, and then you're looking at um, let me see here, looking at uh, Dallas minus one fifteen six is the total, and we do have the centers winning three point zero eight to two point nine. The over under landing on six point zero two. You got Washington taking on the Devils. Minus 125 is the line here on New Jersey. And uh, six and a half is the total. We do have uh, Washington winning this one. 3.3 to 2.7. The over-under at 6.1. So we do like uh, Washington to win this one. 59.4% chance of winning here on the Capitals. St. Louis taking on Winnipeg. And uh, looking at uh, the Winnipeg Jets here. Um, Just one second. I see somebody knocking on my door. It's the mill. All right, uh, let me see here. Um, minus 115, six and a half is the total. And we do have uh, St. Louis winning this one, 3.4 to 3.3. The over-under at 6.86. Pittsburgh taking on the Edmonton Oilers. We have the Oilers winning this one, 3.6 to 2.8. The over-under at 6.4. Edmonton, the you know, either St. Louis is very good or um, the, the um, Edmonton Oilers uh, just, you know, can, can find the, the back of the net. And Bennington played well. Bennington played well. Pittsburgh, uh, 4-1 and one to start the year. Hey, who says those uh, 18 years of the, uh, the the old line in hockey there with uh, Malkin, Crosby, and Latang? 18 years together. That's, that's pretty amazing. And uh, we do have Edmonton winning uh, this one, 3.6 to 2.8. Deal runner at 6.44. Good night in a good game tonight in Vegas. You got the Golden Knights taking on the Leafs. Minus 120 is the line. I don't know. Should that line be the other way around? Should Vegas be uh, minus 120? I think uh, I think Vegas is the play here. I think Vegas is the play. And, but according to the analytics, a 71.4% chance of winning here for Toronto. Coming off that 4-1 win Saturday night against the Jets where Vegas losing 3-1 to the uh, the Avalanche. And then you got Vancouver taking on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes coming off a game they really should have won against Calgary. I think they were up 2-0 in that game. And then they lost it three to two against Calgary. Calgary's a good team. Three and two for the season for the Canes and um, Vancouver. Ooh, 
struggling. 0 and 6 to start the year, right? 0 and 6 to start the year on a six game losing streak. And we do like the Canes in this one. Uh, 3.5 to 2.7. All right, Westbrook can find it. Gabe, Gabe says uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook is uh, probably that's probably a good call right there. All right, uh, let me see here. Let's get to the 80% club. Hey, where's my? There it is. We talking about practice, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice, practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? All right, let's uh, talk about the 80% club stats, and uh, let's go to NBA, and let's see if we have some good stats here tonight on the uh, on the NBA uh, Basketball Association. Sixers, 13-1 is a 10 or more home favorite coming off a loss the last 10 years, so that's pretty good right there. Uh, Timberwolves, 11-1 as a minus 7, minus 9.5 home favorite uh, versus a conference opponent the last 7 season for 91.6%. Also good. The under, 11-1 for the Boston Celtics as a 3.5, 6.5 away favorite after a conference game the last 2 years. That's good for 91.6%. And let's see if we got a, a good uh, mic drop off here. Uh, let's go to this one. This is pretty good. The San Antonio Spurs, 10-1 against the point spread as a 7.5 away underdog coming off a win the last three years. And those are your stats and trends for a uh, a cash-out Monday, October 24th. All right, uh, what a good show today. This was a lot of fun, and hopefully I was able to uh, bring a little perspective on the Weekend Warrior um, betting strategy. And again, if you missed the uh, the show and you want to see the replay, I went through this right here on the, uh, on the show here today, and I talked about the Weekend Warrior betting strategy, and less is more. At the end of the day, less is more. Pick your spots, find value, shop the percentage play, and always bet in a performance cycles if you want to make money on sports all right uh, hey what do you think of this show today if you enjoyed the show hit that like button and if you uh, want to follow the show make sure to subscribe and follow us here each and every day on the rim report and that's the bottom line because stone cold said so all right thanks for that steve austin all right guys have yourself a great uh, rest of your uh, cash out monday a manic monday it is october 24th this was the rain report i was your host ron raymond hope to see you back here on a ruby tuesday as uh, harry carey would say hello again everybody harry carey from rigby field on a beautiful day for baseball to be the man, you've got to be the man. Jerome the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow. It's a dog-eat-dog dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smile, but the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack.
I like this kind of party. <laughs>